Hey gang, welcome back to another episode of the We Speak English Good Podcast, Solo Cast. I'm not sure what I'm going to name this one, but I don't know what I'm really going to even talk about. So I guess I had the idea of growth is kind of what I'm going to cover here. And it's mostly the growth of the podcast itself. So this is a strange time to be alive where anything you can say and do can be used against you in the court of of, of Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and by a bunch of people who might have not thought their, the whole thing through before posting shit up there. But um, so... It's all very confusing to me, and I, I'm not sure how this whole podcast thing works, but I know one thing, as, as I grow bigger in numbers, which I'm, I'm not trying to gloat or, or say I'm the best because I am not shit, and I'm smart enough to know that I don't know shit. So, um, but it, it's interesting because I've I've been having these spikes and um, spikes in listening ship listenership, and so right now I'm at six, about 6,500 people a week, which is up in the last couple of weeks by like 2,000 people. Because usually it was sitting around 4,000 a week, and then now it's just sort of jumped. Shit, 2,500 people, and so. That, that's strange to me. I, uh, I do attribute a little bit to adding on like solo cast. And I did notice that trend when I was releasing those mu- just, uh, just music podcasts. And I, I noticed that trend is the more that I released, more content that I put out, the more people listen to it. So uh, that, that's a very interesting thing idea uh, because the way I thought of it was you know you need to save your content so you can just release it so you can be consistently releasing things and I know that like JRE Joe Rogan's podcast they kind of break that paradigm because they just he just releases whatever whenever he feels like it and he'll do you know anywhere from one to like four in a week and these are all three hour shows so like I can see how that works, but I just thought, I don't know why I thought it was just like famine mentality. It's like, well, I, to go out and do these interviews, it takes time, takes resources. It takes, you know, it takes a lot to go out and find people. So when I would do podcasts, I mean, I, I, I valued each one and made sure that, and, and I've been trying and making sure that I'm consistently releasing them on Wednesdays. So I just released my last one, which was Ken Leslie. I, I, I highly suggest you go listen to that because it's very interesting. Ken is an amazing person who used to be a stand-up comedian and now he runs these uh, organizations, veteransmatter.org and onematters.org, which helps vets, homeless vets and families find homes. And he sort of eliminates the bureaucracy that kind of impedes people's abilities to go into their own home, get a home. And uh, just listen to to the podcast if you want to know more information on that. But in any case, um, so all this is just weird and strange to me. And so I see my numbers growing. And um, with that is this weird anxiety. And I might be calling myself out. And it has everything to do with call-out culture and uh, what we're dealing with right now. It's uh, it, Like I said, it's a strange time to be alive where people are judged and juried and executed on, in public on these public forums, which, I mean, they're privately owned, but, you know, are open to the public. And, you know, 
so like a couple months back i was looking i was just um on facebook they have facebook memories and they're like this is from two years ago and it was one of these podcasts that because i used to have a studio in san diego that uh and and i had all the bells and whistles i had sound effects all that crazy shit and and i did a video uh a video cast of it too on facebook live for anybody who wanted to watch it live and it was fun you know it, it sometimes you would have interaction with people live which i always love the idea of like call-in shows like that's always so fun to me that's that's like one of the only reasons why i'd ever want to go into like broadcasting so i could be on a live you know a live signal and and really put it out there and and take those live calls and and live in that moment because this is it you know from four to six this is your time slot that you have to fill with content music whatever it is i love that idea anyways so it's a strange time call out culture and all and i watched this video that popped up from a couple years ago and in it I just say some horrible thing about Taylor Swift. Now, I'm not going to repeat it on this because um, I, I, I'm falling into the idea or the practice even of, of following suit in what's becoming socially acceptable. Um, there are certain words that I'm just not going to say anymore because I think it's, it's, uh, it, it denigrates other people and makes them feel bad and and i i know what you think is like fucking pussies like who cares you know they're all like let them let the snowflakes melt um but there are just certain words and not to say that i would never use them ever again but in a context and it's all about context but it's not that's why it's so fucking crazy and that's why i'm so worried um, in this context, I'm talking about Taylor Swift in a very negative way and use a very derogatory term. And I know for a fact that all those early episodes are just riddled with that. And even some of these more recent ones, I say provocative stuff, but I don't think I say it in a way that is, is negative towards somebody, but I will say a word if it's in the right context. You know, I'm not gonna just start dropping n bobs because I'm I'm describing you know what that word means to the to the black community or whatever. But you know, it's there there. I'm not gonna restrict myself to the point where I'm not gonna say words when I'm using the words in a way like in in a positive way or not a positive way, but in a way that's not. I guess punching down. I don't know. Um, I guess that's what they call it. I'm still not even sure what punching up and punching down is, but uh, but so I'm listening to me, myself talk back then, and when you're doing these shows, you're you record, you go live, and even though I'm I can go back and edit this at any time. It's still a live in the moment thing for me right now. And I'm not going to go back and edit unless I really miss some real points I'm trying to make here. So what I'm worried about is is these old shows. And as the show gets bigger and and and, you know, it's not a fear of success or maybe it is. And, and God, please don't take this as me thinking that I'm successful at this. <laughs> um well, I think I'm successful in the fact that I know how to talk to musicians, and I think some of my interviews are really good. Um, but 
so that's success to me is when I'm done, I feel good, the other person feels good, and, and then they go talk well about my show to other people or online, and that's wonderful. That's that's what I want. It, this is not a I gotcha show or like I'm not trying to ever put anybody in a corner. It's always about uh, a conversation that either arrives naturally or by design it's i'm always improving on this but there there's things that i've said in the past that i feel like as the show gets bigger and if it does pop to a point where i am in the in the milieu of uh of a big number of people i don't want them digging through here and and just people finding reasons to to troll me or to call me out because i know i've said some dumb things on this program a program on this program all of a sudden i'm 75 waiting for the lawrence welk show to come out i'm waiting for my program to come on quiet down here comes lawrence and benny hill this is PBS via early 90s, late 80s. <laughs> that's, I guess that's what I'm referring to. Um, so, yeah. Um, th- that's something that worries me. And it's in the back of my head. And, and you know, I see the numbers rising. I don't know if it's ever going to fall. I don't know how. And like I said, it's all confusing. I don't know how this shit works. You know, I never would have thought that releasing more content means more people are going to tune in. I didn't know that. Like, that's a weird concept to me, but only the way I think. You know, and in this day and age where people's careers are ended in, in single tweets, it's like, holy shit, I have, like, hours of me just saying stupid shit. And so, like, if this ever does become something more than just my pet project where it becomes, uh, you know, monetarily uh, viable, or or it just becomes part of you know like where i'm having hundreds and thousands or millions of downloads whatever it is you know whatever wherever the ceiling is i don't i don't care i have a great time doing this and i love this part i love this is one of my favorite things that i do to express myself as an artist so like this is this is like one of the top of the line things for me to be able to do and to see it grow that feels really good but looming is my past and so, I don't know. I, I, I just have these anxieties about it. And so, I told my therapist this, and I started doing therapy. And it's been, it's been cool. I'm not sure how much it's helping me. It's only, you know, a few weeks into the treatments. And I'm getting to know my therapist, and she's getting to know me. And uh, it's, it's been nice. And she's, uh, she's really cool. She's a little younger than me. <coughs> excuse me i'm all coughing and stuff i think i'm starting to get sick again thank you quixotic weather patterns of ohio i appreciate that fucking me up again i had to get a little water in me no and it's great so so i'm telling her like you know these these made-up worries (laughs) <laughs> that I'm just imposing on myself, which is kind of how she took it. She was like, so can you can you control what you said in the past? And I'm like, no, 
And he's like, can you control what your show was in the past? And I was like, well, kind of. I can delete those episodes and they can be like it never existed. But it's on the internet. And, and somewhere, somehow, it's there forever. It's on some server, on some hard drive. All my demons of the show will <laughs> hide out there. And so she was just basically making the 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 point that it's like the only thing that you can control is right now is what you're doing right now and you can't you can't sit there and torture yourself about things that may or may not happen or things that happened in the past it's like you can only learn from those things any kind of mistakes in the past and and, and evolve from there um and she said that i'm i'm lucky that i'm a person who's self-aware enough to realize that you know you you even do make mistakes and that that you do need improvement because so many people just 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 run through the momentum of life and and they they just all those crazy behavioral angry outbursts or depressive mo- you know they don't they won't take time to examine that because you get busy and sometimes you can't take care of yourself and sometimes you don't have the opportunity to take care of yourself because you're so busy taking care of your family or friends or whatever it is it's it's um and she was basically what what we always talk about what i always like to talk about is present being present being in the moment self-aware you know using meditation to kind of help curb these crazy tendencies and so i'm sort of reading this book right now um that i heard about on jre yeah i know i'm just uh, sometimes i feel like i'm like a little joe rogan clone but i'm way out of shape and i don't know how to fight at all and i play music and i also am not as like i guess smart i'd say not as wise as he is because he's got years on me and stuff I feel like that, but that's my projections. Of course, people tell me that I just sound like me, which is, you know, my <laughs> my very high-pitched, I used to call it transgender voice, but I don't, I don't think I can say that anymore in reference to me. See right there? You see what I'm saying? I just, impulsive creative had to just say that, even though I'm, I just got done saying how I'm, gonna sort of go i think transgender though you can say transgender i'm not trying to make fun of their voice but i mean like if you listen to a transgender voice especially like a male to female like they still have elements of the male and i have no problem that they want to identify as a woman and you know they're they're doing their best to be a woman so you know congratulations i i hope that brings you the happiest moments that you could ever wish for I truly do. I, I, I feel like if, if you want, if you want plastic surgery and if you want to stick collagen in your lips and if that makes you feel better about yourself and like it gives you self love, then goddamn do it. You know, if you want to cut your dick off and turn it into a pe- into a vagina, that do that shit. Like, who am I? Who am I to judge? I don't give a fuck. I think that's amazing for you if that's what brings you happiness. So, you know, just so you know, I, I, I don't have any problems with transgender. I just feel like my voice sometimes sounds like a transgender in transition from male to female. Nothing wrong with that. That's just how I feel about my own voice. 
Wow. <laughs> I'm just going to bury myself here. So, uh, um, that that's what I'm working on always. is uh, Well, for the last few years, that's what I've been working on is, is just not letting your thoughts get away from you not hanging out in in the bad neighborhoods in your brain you know like not staying there for too long and and uh and and, and relishing in these horrible feelings and and thoughts um i'm reading this book which i was starting to say uh, that i heard off of jre uh, by jonathan Haidt or hat it's called the happiness hypothesis and it's really interesting book and it kind of touches on all these subjects especially like uh call out culture in in a, in a classy way i think it 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 kind of talks about it um and it, talking about how the, the happiness hypothesis is just a book on on how to achieve happiness and um they have these three main points where it's uh meditation cognitive therapy and Prozac <laughs> medication, which, you know, I know there's people out there who are like, medication, fuck that. And I'm one of them. I'm, I'm one of those people. But it, I read all these self-help books because I want to be better. I want to be better for myself and I want to be better for other people. And, uh, you know, and this book is just another one that just sort of reaffirms those same old, like, you know, presence and, and, and just being considerate and empathy, empathy, empathy 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 love 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 and well then medication and i don't want to shit on medication because medication really does help people out there and and to be honest i I just i don't i hate there's parts of myself i don't like saying this but I, i think it's a realistic view and i'm not trying to be negative but there are parts of me that i do not care for at all I don't want to say hate. That's a strong word. It, that's too much energy to direct towards yourself. Um, but there's there's parts of me that I would love to change. How about that? How about let's 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 talk about what we're doing about it, and not what it is. Uh, so there's parts of me that I would that I don't want to. I, I don't even want to deal with it anymore because I've been trying to deal with it ever since sobriety of just working on like not being like this explosively angry person. And it's mostly towards the people I care about, which is because they're so vulnerable. And, and you, for whatever reason, I think they can just absorb it. And it's not going to, you know, they'll still be here tomorrow to fucking to keep taking it. And that's not the case. It's not the case at all. And so learning to curb these these emotions that sort of take over and and propel you into that thing that you're trying to not tuck away and bury deep down but like resolve you know you want that to be it's like a knot in your back that you just want to be rubbed out you know you just want to rub you want to massage it so it just sort of uh, so, <laughs> so it doesn't hurt so bad you know because that's i mean it's in the end of the day it's all hurt it all comes from some kind of pain and there's a part of me that wants to just take this medication and just stop, you know, just end the the struggle, just just become numb and and I, but I don't know how it's going to affect me. I don't know if it's going to have terrible effects or great effects or change me into a person or make me impotent. I don't know what's going to happen with this shit, but I just want it to stop. 
you know, I just want, I just wanted to, to I, I don't want to be angry. I don't want to have those feelings. I don't want to be depressed. And, and if it's in a little pill, how convenient. And, and, and it does help people. It hurts people too. But I mean, it does help people. It helps people just manage the pain, you know, the pain of childhood, the pain of life, the, 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 the tragedy that is the beautiful tragedy of life. Just the weight of that, you know, it's all pain. And you know, like shit, my dad passed this anger down, and this is generations of like, uh, of of German and Mexican anger passed down through generation to generation. And and even my son, I see it in him. He has these explosive, angry fits, and and I know some of it's just him being a child who doesn't really know how to express themselves in a healthy way yet. That's why they still cry. That's why they don't know what the fuck. They just, they just ah, their brain just pops, and they're just like, that's it. I can't take it. But I can see, you know, I can see that it's something that he's gonna have to deal with, and. And I only blame myself because his mother is not, uh, you know, an innately uh, angry person. Another interesting thing about the book was that it there is genetically, it's passed on. So not only is it passed on through nurture, but through nature as well. So like angry things and and um, uh, anger and hate and depression, um, all these tendencies or passed down through your fucking DNA. Uh, if you were in the womb and you were, uh, and your mom was exposed to violence or you know abuse, whatever that is, that is still being absorbed into you as a child on a DNA level. Like your building block as you grow in a stomach, the building blocks of life and the and and the miracle that is life, you're building in these fucking emotions from your mother these external emotions are being part of your fundamental building blocks as you grow inside their stomach all those all the floods of of adrenaline and all those fucking those those chemicals that get flooded into your brain when you're subject to you know fear and and anger and abuse and and you know self-hatred like all that stuff gets absorbed into your baby so that that's crazy too that that's i mean like i knew the stuff about the baby but i didn't realize that it was passed down through genetics and i have no like references to give you where i cited that other than the happiness hypothesis and i'll also mind you that i have to wait because i have a library for audiobooks uh, through the Toledo library i have to wait like a couple more people so right now i'm just listening to like uh what, what did they call those books back in the day the ones that were um where it was just like a shortened version of the book. What the hell do they call those? I'll just call you what they tell you what they're calling this one. It's a, a book summary of of the hi, happiness hypothesis. So I'm looking forward to actually listening to the book, but this is actually from the summary of the book, which I was like, I'll just give it a try. I'll see how they work. And it's actually really interesting. And they condensed it down to about um, 45 minutes. Shit, I made it start playing. All right. They condense it to like a 45 minute almost like podcast. So I'm like, oh, this is nice. I'll wash dishes and <laughs> learn how to be happy all at the same time. But I'm going to listen to the actual book as well. 
um it's it, it it's interesting and so i don't know it's, it's this growth process these growing pains this fear of what's coming you know this fear of what you did c- catching up with you i mean you see all you know like i've never done anything horrible like you know like the weinstein guy or or fucking louie i love louie but you know i still think that's a horrible thing to do to a woman no woman should go to work and have to see some red-headed little freckle penis you know being jerked you know like so that's 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 gross it's just even gross to think about (laughs) and it's rude it's rude as fuck but even though i've never done those kinds of things I've still said some stupid shit and and I've done stupid shit like especially in the days of my drunken times you know I've been inappropriate and 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 it, it it's not you know being drunk is never an excuse for doing something stupid but like that that isn't who I am anymore and and the problem is is that the way that society has decided to judge the character of other people or to judge them as people is to only focus on their negative aspects of what they did. So like the worst thing they did is defining them. So now Louis CK, he's fucking, he's a fucking, he's a, he's a, he's a flasher. He's a fucking flasher. He whips his dick out and starts jerking, you know, and that's, that's what he is now. And you know whether you whether you think what he did was horrible or not or whatever he there's no room for forgiveness there's no room for redemption and and like some people shouldn't be redeemable like fucking bill cosby fuck him let him rot in prison Uh, you know like fucking the weinstein guy let him rot in prison some things are just you cannot come back from you know, and I'm not trying to say what Louis C.K. did is is okay or or give him the pass, but like, there's no room for him now for redemption, and it's not like he was like seriously like it, like the Sandusky guy like fucking raping children and shit. Like, man, I know this sounds bad, but but we are not our we are not we should not be defined by our biggest mistakes. Um. And, and that's what I fear is being defined by what I did in the past and, and being defined by the mistakes I might have made on Mike. Now, I easily could just delete these episodes and call it a day, but I think it's important for people to see that lineage of growth in, in somebody, in in somebody that they've been watching, you know? Uh, you see that with all the all these podcasters, all these people who who were okay with saying certain things are now not okay with it. And and I'm not just trying to follow the leader here, but I, I do think that, that what's happening now is a good thing but i think it's just being carried out in a bad way another thing this book covers the happiness hypothesis is how they look at instead of looking at our difference and the negative aspects of another group uh, and grouping and being tribalistic um, they talk about how martin luther king um, used the way he promoted peace and unity was by taking aspects 
of the Constitution where all men were created equal, it, when they wrote that, that was white men who never intended, who saw Martin Luther King as three-fifths of a person and, uh, you know, not even a full person. And who would have seen Martin Luther King, I should say. he, The founding fathers were not around with Martin Luther King. But he uses those words against the idea of, of racism and this old paradigm that's just been, you know, being passed to the generations of America and using that to unite. So using what we have in common and in using that as a platform rather than using um, what you did wrong, the na- negative aspects of what someone has done in their life, using what's in common, all of us being here together, doing it together, we're all on this one planet of the planet, using these commonalities to bond us and then talk about these awkward situations, these awkward moments, these these terrible things that, that happen between people and groups in, in this digital tribalist culture, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy how fast people can, and, and careers can end, but, you know, it's just it's just where we're at so it's it's just it's interesting what they're they're talking about in in the book and and i'm very and you know i'm just sort of touching i'm just getting into it and of course i am reading the cliff notes version of the book but um it's it it makes sense you know and i think we all deep down inside know that that makes sense like republican democrats like well i know that like my friends who are trump supporters who are still my friends i know that we have this common uh belief that that we love our country we love you know we we want to see change we want to see progress we want to see good things happen to people it's just that we have different ideas about it but that commonality is what bonds us and that's what i focus on before i be before i'm just like fuck that guy he voted for trump or fuck that guy he's he's uh he's black or fuck that guy he's a jew or fuck you know like before you just start categorizing people and put him into these weird places where so you can concentrate your hate on it. it's like we should be very focused on what we have in common and and how we can talk about these things that 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 sort of that that come between us talk about it in a rational way but you know that that doesn't really exist in in 40 characters or less or whatever it's up to now uh, on twitter you know that don't always come through <laughs> it never comes through right so it, it's it's weird it, it's a weird time and and uh, and to bring it back to all about me because well this is solo cast this is what i'm doing it's all about my uh seeing this potential growth and seeing what's happening in in society around me it it does bother me that you know i've said stupid things but all i can do is change how i how i express myself now and not just jump to these old paradigms of 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 negative thought of of my of myself and about other people and i know i say things in jest and and I will continue to say things just to be funny. And I don't consider myself a comedian. And I don't, so I don't have that, I don't know, some comedians have that loopholes like, well, I'm a comedian and I'm a social commentary guy. So this is what I do. This is my art is social commentary. Um, 
I don't really have that to kind of hide behind. I'm I just I'm a musician, you know, who has a podcast and who reads books sometimes. <laughs> so, so I, I it, it's just coming from a place of of I, I just generally want things to be better for people, and I do believe in people, and and that's new for me. That's very new for me to believe in people, and and to that kind of empathy, you know, is something that you have to learn. And, and, and constantly just telling yourself, constantly trying to change those negative thoughts that you're so used to doing, so used to falling back on, like, she's cheating on me, I know it, or, or like, people think I'm a big fat fuck, you know, like, instead of chewing on those thoughts over and over and over again, it, it's, it's hard, but it's possible to train your brain to recognize when you're doing that. And to replace those thoughts with like, well, okay, well, maybe I have a weight problem, but you know, I'm doing this, I'm working out and I'm eating better and I'm taking charge. I'm taking responsibility of my weight, you know, and that's just one example of a myriad of problems people face every day. But uh, it just, just changing the way you think about things and the, the thought patterns that you uh that you have going on in your head is just it's just it's part of growth man it's like you you can't just sit there and eat yourself alive so that's sort of what i'm working on just personally and and sort of what i want to see the world to work on personally and that's why i even have this podcast right now that's why i'm even doing this uh that's why i'm talking about myself in this way and talk about my I, I want other people to to understand that, to, to understand and try to understand each other and to give it a shot, you know. Um, you know, Go hug a Trump supporter. I don't know. <laughs> Last time I said, go hug a black guy. <laughs> go hug a Trump supporter. You know, I bet they need a hug. All the shit that they take, you know. Uh, but that's it for this week, I guess. I, I don't know if we resolved anything or if I even made sense at all, but I, I hope I hope that I did. And just so you guys know where I'm coming from and uh, know that uh, that my intentions are good and, and that I never... Uh, and I apologize for all the stupid things I've said in the past. Uh, it's weird being on mic. You just uh, when you're in conversations, you just start talking, and sometimes you're talking and you're working through problems, and or you're working through through a conversation, and you say things for a laugh, or you say things to keep things entertaining, keep keep things moving, to add to a conversation, and sometimes dumb shit comes spilling out. So that that's just what happens. And so I do apologize for not being self-aware enough to sort of control the shit that comes out of my mouth, but um, it, this is all relatively new to me. I've gotten way better than I have from in the past each show i feel like i get better at what i do i get better asking questions i get better questions to ask i i have better conversations i just feel like that it's growing in in a way that i love and i think it's growing in a positive way and it's growing in digitally as well people are listening and so thank you and uh, please forgive me <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry that I say stupid shit, but um, that's all you can do, man. It's all you can do is recognize and, and make that change, like Michael Jackson says. Make the change. <laughs> oh yeah, and by the way, they're going after MJ again. They're gonna, uh, they have a new documentary. I, I know this is totally off subject, kind of, but recently, as of now, as of January of 2019. R. Kelly is back in the news. He's getting thrown under the bus again, which R. Kelly is a piece of shit. But you know what? I'm going to still step in the name of love. I'm just going to say that right now. I'm still stepping in the name of love. We all knew he peed on those girls. We all knew he was banging underage chicks. Aaliyah, women, ladies, sorry. Not just chicks. Whatever. (laughs) Sorry again. (laughs) (laughs) someone recently told me that i need to stop apologizing but i know i've said stupid shit in the past that that i do need to apologize for so here it is and this is it i'm I'm not apologizing anymore for the shit i did in the past this is it so if it comes fluttering up again i might apologize just to appease people but i don't know i'm not gonna deal with it because there's this podcast there's this show and and i do recognize that i've been wrong and I'm and I'm doing my best to make it right. So, uh, yeah, they're going after MJ again. They're they're uh, they're talking to their alleged victims. As I was saying, we all knew that R. Kelly was peeing on those girls. Um, we don't know for a fact if MJ was out there, you know, diddling children. I don't like to think of that. And I and um, like I said, it's alleged. But I do remember a time when there, when listening to MJ was almost taboo because of these allegations. I know people in my life who rejected MJ because of that. So there was a time, and then as soon as he died, those people forgot, and they're just like MJ for life. It's like he's dead. So all of his uh, alleged mistakes of his past are erased, and now he's legacy. So I don't want to see the man's legacy being. Uh, dragged through the mud but if he is a pedophile then fuck him doesn't mean i'm not gonna beat it motherfucker you know what i'm saying like i'm gonna fucking just beat it beat it okay that was way too long for me to sound like that um yeah, I mean, I'm still going to beat it. <laughs> hey, but, uh, you know, he's that that would make him a real piece of shit. And I don't like things done to children. That bothers me a lot. So, um, yeah, we'll see how this plays out. I think it's premiering Friday. I think today, the day that this comes out, it's premiering at Sundance. So we'll see how um right now it's already kind of like sweeping through like europe in the uk there's like all kinds of articles on it already but it hasn't really hit american press yet so i'm interested to see how this is going to play out in mj's legacy because they're talking to the alleged victims and i read an article from the sun which i think that is not really that reputable of a news source but i don't know i don't really read newspapers anymore so i don't know my bad i don't know um but i read this really uh it was a horrible article i mean it was well written but i was just saying like it's horrible like the kind of things like he had like chimes set up so if someone was coming 
he would have drills with the kids so if someone happened to walk in they had drills on how to behave in case of emergencies like them getting caught um so lots of disturbing allegations and i'm gonna just stick to allegations for now and i was one for allegations for bill cosby when he first came out even though i was i went right for it but i'm a fan of bill cosby so it's fucked up um i love dave Chappelle's take on it he rapes but he saves he rapes but he saves um yeah that's not a good way to end this (laughs) Fuck Bill Cosby. Let him rot in prison, that piece of shit. I still like Jello. And Dr. Huxtable is still warmly funny. Ugh. This is not looking good. But I am of the camp that of people who can separate art from 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 the person, so yeah okay well this is not the best way to end this but i don't care i just want you guys to know that 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 i am growing i'm trying to do better and i'm always gonna do better for this show i'm always gonna try to acquire more information more better ways to do this better just try to do better every time and and all the things of the past don't matter it's done and and i'm not gonna address it anymore so there it is all right guys well i know i went further than i wanted to and there was way better places to end this than what how it's ending now but let's just end there on a positive note take care of your fellow human beings hj's for everybody bye